Oh, man. It's our first episode. It's that guy show. My name is William. I'm Matt. And we are brought to you by the Wise Fools. We're going to talk about uh, why Bino thinks music is girly. Boom, let's do it. like, yeah, way up in the skies, like, living my time is trying to get my life right. My God never fails, so I'm the head of the tail. Awesome. So like I said, man, my name is uh my name is William and uh I work for an engineering firm. I engineer stuff, not really, I design stuff. Engineers engineer it. Um I also am uh a assistant youth minister with my wife who is the youth director at our church and it's fun. A lot of It's fun working kids. with youth. They yeah, keep you young. They do. They teach you all kind of new terminologies and things you didn't even know. Exactly. I mean, lit yeah, and fleek. Fleek, meta. Still not sure what some of that means, I but know. I just use it in sentences. Of course, if you want to feel old, just use a slang word incorrectly, and then you just seem really old. I know. Well, my favorite part is when I use something, and they let me know that it's not used anymore. Oh, yeah, like it's out. Right. They like to speak in these like definitives of like, <clears throat> oh, no one says lit anymore. Like, how many people do you talk to to where you can say no one says this? Exactly. And then I go to another group, and they're like, lit, 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 lit. And I'm like, man, I thought no one used it anymore. And they're like, no, everybody uses lit. Can't win. Yeah, you can't win. Can't not for win. sure. So, uh, like I said, my name is William, and uh, I'm here with my bro, Matt. Matt, tell me about you. Well, uh, I am... Uh I am young. I'm a young 30-something. Uh, I tell you my exact age, but honestly, I mess my age up all the time. I'm like 35-ish. I really don't know. You know, it's kind of crazy, though, because I actually uh, gained a year back on my life because I thought I was 28 for the entire year. But then right before I turned 29, like I realized... Year? No, no, no. This was like a few years okay, back. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just like... I kept telling people I was 28, and I was really 27, and then, it, you know, it's the end of the year, and I just realized that I was actually 27, and it was like, wow, I just gained a year back of my life. It was the most amazing experience that I've had, really. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, so I'm a general manager of a book publishing company. We just, we Ooh, print fancy. books. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and uh, we do a lot of yearbooks. So I spent a lot of time um, color correcting, you know, bad high school photography. So. That's awesome. It's not all bad. Some of it's okay. Yeah. I'm not really good. You know, selfies, you know. Have you ever color corrected a selfie, you know? I, I mean, I have on, on my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, so that's pretty much me, you know, and then I also, we do the same, me and my wife, we both work with the youth group at our church, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, those youths. They they crazy. They are very crazy. But they're so, a lot of fun. So the Wise Fools is uh, who's bringing you the show today, and uh, again, the name of the show is That Guy Show. That's our show, That Guy Show. That guy, not like these guys, or those guys, or them guys. This guy that show. That guy. I mean, no, it's, it's plural, but it's not. It's like a royal plural. True. You know, that. And pretty much it's just two buddies um, who usually have porch conversations when the wives are talking inside and realize, man, we should just record ourselves one day. Yeah, and we also, it's not just going to be us. we got a whole host of people that are willing to contribute on our channel. Mm -hmm. I'm excited what the girls have coming up. Um, I know maybe you, we'll, we'll preview some of that uh, in the near future, but uh, Mary and Elise and who knows how many other people are going to join us on this endeavor, so I'm excited absolutely, about absolutely. it. Absolutely, So the Wise Fools is made up of uh, our friend Mary and uh, my wife Elise, um, Matt, and myself. And we're just going to be uh, doing some podcasts, doing some videos on YouTube, uh, getting that social media thing going. It's going to be lit. And yeah. So with, with our show, the premise of our show is really just to take some current events, maybe some stuff that's a little bit older, just 
chat about it, talk about it from a guy's perspective, from from our perspective, uh, where we come from. Um, so we're really excited to start this endeavor, and we really hope that you you journey with us and you go on this adventure with us, and hopefully something comes from it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fleek. That's awesome. It's going to be fleek. It's going to be so meta. <laughs> it's going to be on fleek. It's going to be fleek lit meta, <laughs> meta lit fleek. But um, so anyway, let's uh, let's start the show. Well, I decided to start off with something that is really important, like one of those topics that just everyone can get behind and like rally us together in unity. And that is, of course, the uh, Tide uh, Pod Challenge. I don't know if you've uh, been uh, privy to this. The Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah, like Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, it's like this uh, this new craze hitting the internet, which really it's not that big of a craze. It's more of a craze of adults and other people talking about how stupid it is. But either way, uh, it's like trending. Um, but the funny thing about it is like, so this is basically where like a teenager like puts, and it might, it doesn't have to be a teenager, just all the videos I saw were all teenagers. And they just like take one of the pods that you would put in the washing machine, like the Tide pods, and they just put it in their mouth and they just chew it. Oh, I know what those are. Okay. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I mean, with the cinnamon challenge, those videos were freaking hilarious. I mean, people spewing cinnamon. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, so I'm expecting something like really grandiose to occur at the Tide Pod Challenge, like foam coming out of your ears. Like I thought maybe like like it's it's kind of like emergency packet, like it kind of foams a little bit, like some airborne. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. the goal is to keep it in your mouth. I mean, I have no idea what was going to happen. And uh, it was really a letdown because they just literally like chew it and like it bursts and they just spit it out slowly. It's just kind of gross and really lame. Okay, so so they take this Tide Pod. What What is it? It's it's wrapped in plastic, I assume, that's going to kind of melt. Yeah, like melts in the washing machine. In, I, in I mean, the, nobody's ever asked where it goes. I mean, it's probably, you know, causing eczema on someone somewhere. But anyway, whatever. In their throat. <laughs> what? Only if you eat your clothes. But. Oh, I thought it meant like if they're doing the Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, like yeah. Well, yeah. who only knows what's what what kind of that's okay, going to so, happen. So they're eating it, right? They're not eating it. I mean, I don't think anyone's eating it. I think they're just they're spitting it out. But if the fear is, of course, that they'll get like some backwash tide, which could injure the teenage brain from its full development. Yes, because that's what's injuring the teenage <laughs> brain right now. Well, um, it certainly isn't helping. No, so, it's not. But obviously there's a few steps that had to get you to that point where you fil- film yourself uh, eating a, a pod. Uh, the funny thing about this, though, is that when you actually Google it, you realize that Tide actually created the entire campaign because they they put it out Wait, there. It's called they created this campaign to eat. Their no, they pods? didn't tell them to eat it, but they called it the Tide Pod Challenge. Like it was actually what Tide called it, and it was like two guys like us, and they were like messing up their shirt with barbecue and stupid stuff, and then they like, washing it with. The, and that was the challenge. Was like. Like you can't like get a stain <laughs> <laughs> that that tide can't like fix. So right, really, right. they just created this whole ridiculousness with that uh, catchy Tide Pod Challenge phrase, which of course now is going to result in someone suing Tide. Right. I'm sure. Well, speaking of like kind of feeling old, like we were earlier talking about dealing with youth and whatnot, but uh, I'm actually more interested in the tides. Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, to uh, see if it actually works. Yeah, I'm actually more interested to see that. Like, yeah. I mean, you can eat something and spit it out, like, like great, you know. Uh, but I want to see something get clean. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten a stain out from just washing anything with a Tide Pod. So, I don't know. I mean, I I usually have to use the spray and scrub yeah. it and hashtag not a sponsor. About half um, time. Yeah, not a sponsor. Yeah, we're probably going to get uh, some hate mail or possibly a injunction. I know. 
you know, we're sponsored by Downey. Um, <laughs> that bear is just so cuddly. Yes. <laughs> oh, that bear. It's amazing. Let me ask you, you ever watch a football game on your cell phone? No. No, me either. I can't imagine how awful that must be. Like, I mean, why would you want to? But I guess if you're like on the go. Yeah. I mean, I watch highlights watch. on YouTube. and like, I could watch. I, I could watch. Part I could, of a game. Yeah, I could watch a highlight. But I just don't. I mean, I just wouldn't watch. But anyway, but as exciting as it is, Yahoo will be bringing mobile games. Uh, they made it sound like it was almost all the games except the ESPN ones uh, next year. But it starts now with the playoffs. So actually this weekend and then, you know, weekend coming up after, you'll be able to watch on Yahoo. So it says, I couldn't figure out if, I mean, from the things that I read, it was only mobile. Like you, it wasn't going to work on like the Roku and other things. But I'm not sure. I mean, I'm going to check it out on my Roku and see if I can get it because I can't imagine watching a football game on my cell phone. So Yahoo's doing this. Yahoo.com. Com. Right. Well, do you know that? Do you know Yahoo's own, like Verizon owns Yahoo? Did you know that? I didn't. Well, did, so that's my next question because I know that the NFL app that I have right. is brought to you by Verizon. Right. So I can't do crap because I'm with AT and T. Yeah. So Verizon did. A, Verizon bought Yahoo, but this year they were only doing it on the Verizon app, but now they're going to kind of like throw that out to you to Yahoo. So do you have to have the Yahoo app, or can you watch it through the uh, the browser? You have to have the app. It's not. It doesn't work on a computer for sure. Right, right. And I don't know whether it works streaming like on your devices. I know for Verizon, they did a lot to prevent you from putting it on the television. So even if you wanted to put it up on the TV, when you try to AirPlay it or Google Chromecast, like all the different things, they have like protections inside the app to prevent you from doing that. Well, not if I tape my phone to my TV. Boom. Okay, so so this is actually gonna be kind of perfect because we're both gonna be out of town next week. Yeah, and uh, we'll be actually out of town together separately, if that makes any sense. Um, but coming back home on Sunday, we're probably gonna miss. We that, could that's miss if, the game. That's if our team makes it to the next round. Right. Which um, I mean, which is the New Orleans Saints. Yes. And uh, they are who that, and uh, they are playing the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, who we played in the first week of the playoffs. I mean, the first week of the regular season. It, right. it didn't go so pretty. It didn't. It didn't go like it did a couple years ago. No. In 2008 Which apparently, apparently they're still bitter about that. Like, I mean, you know what? We knock out your quarterback, uh, make him retire, and then you, you know, grip. Make him retire for the third time. <laughs> for the third time. And, uh, yeah, like we just ripped victory from the, the jaws of defeat. Yeah, that's... Um... That's interesting. I'm actually really excited to be able to have that. Because to be honest with you, um, a couple of years ago, I think it was like two years ago, I decided I'm gonna I'm giving up football for my wife. And it wasn't like she pressured me to do it. I've never had that issue with my wife. My wife is pretty legit. But it, it did come up in conversation more than once, which if you're a guy and you notice things talking to your talking to your wife that it comes up more than one time you should probably like backlog that and be like yes i need to remember that for future instances and basically sundays is supposed to be a time for family which it, it should be and it was being inundated by oh no we got to watch the game got to watch the game and then she would she would let me watch the game but finally she was like it'd be nice to do something else and my wife who's not really a sports fan in general um i understood and so what i did was i gave up saints football i don't really like football in general i just love the saints and i love saints football and um I don't know if you can hear that, but my dog is 
going crazy right now. Um, That's legit. It is. But anyway. Who so, let the dogs out? The Saints are going to let the dogs out. And my dog's name is Who Dat. Boom. That's true. That's a true believer right there. It is. It is. So anyway, uh, I gave up football for, for an entire year. Didn't watch anything. Um, all I would do is go back when I went to work. I'd watch the highlights the next morning. And um, so I did. I still followed. But it was actually kind of freeing to do that. This is why you have such an awesome marriage. The wisdom you know, because even though I'm much older than Will, he's been married for uh, much longer than me, probably like seven years more or something. Uh, well, you got married six months ago. Did I get married six months ago? Yeah. No, I got married like oh. two years ago. I've been married three seven years, and a half ago. years. Yeah, so seven and a half. Saying. Yeah. Anyway. But um, no. So I gave it up. So lately, I've been watching, like slowly working my way to watch it again. And it again, it's not an issue. Not like I'm trying to watch it more, but um having it on the phone it'd be great because i don't i don't sit there like when she's like hey do you want to go shopping on sunday and it's it's 12 30 and i'm like i'm watching the saints game i'm never like no babe the game's on i'm like yeah let's go and i just flip it on the radio in the car and keep going do you ever do you ever feel like that important conversations like just come up during a football game like your wife's just like like it's not she might not even know you're watching the football game but somehow it's like she couldn't even be home but it's like they want to have a serious conversation during a football game. Uh, no, I don't have that issue. My, my issue with that is it's 1130 at night. I have to be up at 430 in the morning for work, um, which rarely ever happens anyway. But I try and get up that early. And all of a sudden it's like we, you know, not that we have to talk, but like, hey, can I talk to you about something? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then I get to bed at like two. Yeah. You know, I could see that. Yeah. I guess you just you always got to be flexible to have those conversations because obviously if you don't have them, then you know that's not good either. It's not. But with the, with this mobile, like Yahoo. Yeah, you could actually have the serious conversation with your wife, at and time. at the same time, you know, just be looking at the game. Just yeah. keep that one AirPod in and be like, "Yep, yes. yeah, absolutely." Who did yeah. say that about you? Who would say <laughs> that about you? I, I would never say that about you. Never. No, never. never. Yes. So that's actually really exciting, especially for next week. We're going to be on uh, two different buses on a bus trip. So um, maybe we can sneak into conserve, the bathroom yeah, and watch Yeah, conserve them. your data now. I've already been looking up ways to project what's on my phone onto the screens on the bus. But uh, that's a whole other story. That is. That you is. Know, but we'll, uh, we'll figure that out. Awesome. That's Spe- exciting. <laughs> Speaking of uh, new things happening, did you uh, did you hear the story about Pornhub in New York City? <laughs> Segway to Pornhub. Speaking of the NFL, <laughs> ever heard of Pornhub? Well, I got this actually off of like a Christian news site because there was like protests in front of this um, porn shop, which is owned by the same people that own Pornhub. They just they actually opened up a storefront right before Black Friday in New York City, like in Soho in New York City. Um, and they were making it all like cool and sleek and whatever. And uh, But it was interesting because the people that were protesting this wasn't just like religious groups. It was just like a lot of people, human trafficking, you know, being like a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, sites like Pornhub making lots of money off of uh, videos often that are, you know, part of this human trafficking thing. One of the things I thought was just so crazy was in this particular uh, interview, they were saying that there were so many clicks on vi- like a video like section uh, that targets like um, minors, like, you know what I mean? So like, it's like yeah. grandpa, like 
gets with little girl, you know what I mean? And like, and like, that's like the tagline on the video, even though supposedly, you know, according to this article that these, you know, these actresses or these, you know, whatever are like 18, but they look like they're like not 18 and that's how it's being advertised. Right. Right. And just thinking like somebody like doing that, like making money off of advertising, um, basically to pedophiles, you know what I mean? And then you have an, a business right there in New York City. You know, welcome to America. That's got to be crazy because, you know, New York City's come a long way since, what, like, I mean, I know, gosh, it's been forever, but, you know, they talk about the way New York was in the 70s and the 80s and probably maybe even early 90s, but to see where it's at today is is completely different. You know, it's it's not that it's family friendly, but it it's almost like I could see vacationing and bringing my family to New York City now and not having an issue. Yeah, just um, if you visit old uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral, just uh, you need to avoid the the Pornhub site. Right, I know. Um, but it's funny because you, you you mentioned it to me earlier this week about you know maybe talking about this and that you were going to look into it a little bit more. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to look into it too, and. You have to be very selective in how you search in your web browser <laughs> for anything that has the word Pornhub in it's it. It's very scary. So, for example, I did not search at work on my lunch break. Good because call. Because I didn't want to, you know, the first thing I Googled was uh, Pornhub store. Like, I didn't want to just Google Pornhub, right? Uh, but I Googled Pornhub store. And, of course, everything that comes up was, was just Pornhub. So, I was like, okay, well, Pornhub store New York. Because, you know, you want to be safe. Like, I want to remain a man and and I don't want to inundate myself with this trash, right? So I'm trying to Google and so I was like, okay, well let me let me Pornhub Wikipedia, which don't do because there's still pictures on Wikipedia. But good to know. Side note, not only was it hard to to research on this to to safely for my own dignity and my own humanity to, to uh, research on this, but did you know that they have offices in New Orleans? That Pornhub does? Yes. Oh, I have no, I did not know that. So Pornhub is like headquartered out of, I think, Montreal, Canada. And they've got, they, they have offices. Well, it said offices and server. So maybe it's just a server. But if you go through my browser history now, it started off, like I said, with Pornhub uh, Store, Pornhub Store New York, and, and, and then Pornhub Wiki. Then it turns into like, where's the Pornhub in New Orleans? Where, <laughs> where is Pornhub New Orleans offices? And the searches that came up, luckily no images or videos came up. It was just links to stuff. But it was all like New Orleans office, like it's a movie on Pornhub. Um, so every search I did was like, where's the servers? So then it was like waitresses, New Orleans, Pornhub, you know? Wow, it's like no topic, not covered. Nothing. So I'm like, well, where, where are these servers at? Where where are these offices at? Because we could go shut them down. That would be a lot of fun. Then yeah, we'd go to prison. That's easy. But, you know, actually, uh, one of the things that they said in the article was that Pornhub gets 2.4 million visitors per hour. Man, that's what the Wise Fools is about to get. We're going to get 2.4 million <laughs> subscribers would be great. Yes. Um, an hour, uh, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. But, um, but you know, it's funny how I think just culturally speaking, I mean, you know, a lot of people really do see pornography as like an enemy to good relationships and to happy sex life. I mean, I think that it's, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with coworkers over the years. You know, Time Magazine did a big article about, you know, the pornography's, you know, negative effects or possible negative effects, oh, yeah. whatever. Um, but it's definitely uh, researched. Um, and it's just one of those things that is definitely the tides turning on 
um, realizing just for as a society, like this is not good. It's not good for young uh, people to be watching, old people to be watching, married people to be watching. Like this stuff messes with your mind and ends up screwing up one of the most beautiful things you should have to experience in your marriage, which is sex, you know, and not have it inundated with all this pornography stuff. You oh, know? man, it taints it so freaking much. Like it pisses me off when I try and go online to go do something. And it's not like I get pop-ups because that's usually from your browsing history and stuff like that. But I'll get a, I'll get a pop-up for something. And it's, it's not just like your typical pop-up, but it, it might be just a news article, right? If I'm on yahoo.com, like since we're talking about Yahoo. Um, and I just go through the news stories. And then all of a sudden at the bottom of this article I read, there's like suggested articles, right? And I might click on something. I might click on something else. And, but eventually it's like it all leads down to the same path, right? Not that it goes to Pornhub, but it's like it all leads down to eventually it's like how do you get a bigger penis? Or it's like check out these 10 unbelievable swimsuit pictures. You're like, what? You know? I know, right? How is that news? What, what site am I on? You exactly. Know? Um, but it's, it's funny you say that because I just feel like Yahoo News, like everything on Yahoo just seems like old school, cheesy internet. Like if you remember, you know, just things flashing and blinking and they're always trying to get you to click on something else. I, I don't know. I just, something weird about Yahoo. I never, never felt comfortable on Yahoo. No. Hashtag not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but we are sponsored by, uh, by Bing. No, I think Bing's owned by, uh, I don't know. Sponsored. Whatever. I don't ever want to be sponsored by anybody. <laughs> don't make me sponsor you if you keep that up. That's funny. <laughs> Why don't we just go to the hole in the wall? We should go to the hole in the wall and see what it has to say. Check out the hole in the wall. For those of you who are not joining us on our YouTube channel video, you uh, don't see that we get mail delivered through a hole in the wall. Uh, but if you see it uh, on the, it's really exciting. It makes you actually want to not just listen to this as a podcast, but right. to actually tune in. So um, here we go. Uh, Bono gives a um, very long interview to Rolling Stone. Mm -hmm. uh, they're sitting there. I mean, the actual article is many pages long. And um, in there... Uh, one like two sentences out of like uh, entire pages of material happens to be this one little comment about the girliness of music nowadays. And we were talking about music earlier and it just got blown up. It was all over like news channels. Bono calls rap girly. Like that was like one of the bigger headlines was that he like dissed uh, hip hop artists as being like girly, which I mean, honestly, I kind of agree with him. There are a lot of them that are just kind of like overly... I don't know the jewels, well, not the hair, hip hop artists. But that was the article. Oh, that was the article. That was the articles. But that's not actually what he said. He didn't really even really comment on the girliness. In fact, he said the opposite. He said in the interview that um, angry music, like there just wasn't a lot of angry music. Everything was kind of girly. He said it, he's like that's a good thing, but it's a bad thing that there's just no more like angry music, like a, an outlet for people to like kind of like get their anger out, you know. Um, and so he was saying that um, that rap music is the only place left where you can get an your anger out like you can do like angry songs you know um which i don't know you could do like a, a dr dre song you know which yeah. i know he doesn't i don't even know if he makes music anymore but i mean he's like that kind of like angry like you just you just want to like you know get all your feelings out you just sing this song and you know yeah yeah you know. well I'm, I'm gonna quote i got the article right here i'm gonna quote it real oh, yeah, quick go for it um this is from rolling stone this is uh december 27th ish um, but from Rolling Stone, and you can find it online on Rolling Stone's website. Um, but but here's the article. So he, it, it, again, it's a very long interview, right? Um, and towards the end of the interview, um, the interviewer says, "Like, how do you discover new music?" 
And basically, I'm paraphrasing this real quick, this part. But he's like, yeah, my son, uh, um, he goes, so Jordan is a music snob. He's he's a real indie, indie snob. Um, Eve is hip-hop. Elijah's in a band. And he's talking about how Elijah can't tell the difference between the killers and the who. Like, he just sees music as, like, this transcendent thing of, like, it's just there. It's not, like, these different genres and whatnot. And... Um, of course, he grew up in that. I mean, he didn't. Well, yeah, he does, exactly. He grew up like you know, we're he, just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. And so he sees that he sees music in this one way, but he's like, "There's going to be this revolution, um, this like rock and roll revolution, like it's just around the corner." And so the interviewer is talking to Bono, and he's like, "Do you believe that?" And this is Bono's quote. Now, this is quoted: um, "I think music has gotten very girly, and there are some good things about that, but hip hop is the only place for young male anger at the moment, and that's not good." He then goes on to say, like, when I was younger, like, I needed a place for my rage to go and, you know, for guitars to go and whatnot. And pretty much, um, you know, he compliments that uh, other bands that have had that, not that they've lost it, but like The Who and Pearl Jam, he said they had that, you know, they had that rage. I I just Um, can't, I just don't, I mean, I don't see Pearl Jam and The Who as the rage. I mean... Rage Against the Machine, that was where I got Limp Biscuit. That's how I got my anger out, you know, was listening to those type of bands. You know, give me some like Norma Jean or Under Oath or something, you know. Well, so I, I think that the the rage isn't just about how loud the music is. The rage is about the rage, right? And, and not to knock you for saying that you like Limp Biscuit, because I did too in high school, um, unfortunately, um, that, was, that was a low cut. That was like a backhanded. Comment. It, it was, I did too but, it, in high but it's, school. but it's to me as well, because I did like them. I thought it was rage, but when I go back and like, it's all about the nookie is not a very rage song. <laughs> it's not, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's not. And you can stick it up your, yeah, stick it up your, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that was, there's no rage Gotta there. Have faith. Dun, dun. Exactly. Like there's nothing Let more than a guy nice. that like. A band that you think in high school was like, that's how I got my rage out. And like, you just covered George Michael. All right. You get a good point. You good know what I'm saying? Point. Rage Against I Machine, I, I got nothing body. against them. Like, I'm singing all the songs and I'm like, they maybe they weren't so angry as yeah. I thought. No, but so Limp Bizkit, I'm, I just want to take that one off the table. All right. We'll take Limp. Like, I, I, give you, I give you Limp Bizkit back. Yeah. So New Metal is another. We'll do that in another episode on where the music, how the music died. Gotcha. New Metal, right? But like Rage Against the Machine, you're right. But Rage Against the Machine is no longer. Well, they did bring it back. I mean, he came back from his hiatus and that whole, like, uh, you know, that band merged with Chris Cornell, who, you know. No, but that wasn't, he well. Went, he went away. But then they came back. They did another tour. I don't know if they made any new music, but I saw him in New Orleans. I don't know. It was like six, seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it was an awesome show. It was at Voodoo Fest. Um, it was, anyway. That was like original Rage Against Machine? Yeah, they were, it was their first tour since the lead singer had come back from whatever deserted island he was living on. Yeah, he, he went off. It's like it's like the stuff. Weezer guy. There's like a lot of myth around that he probably just didn't really do anything but live in his mom's basement. But I mean, it was like, you know, he like went off to the jungles and like, yeah. you know, Asia and like lived in caves or something, you so, know. So when they, they met up with like with when Chris Cornell came into the band, it was Audio Slave, right? Right. And then and, after that. But it was they, still kind of ragey not oh, raging yeah. machine but it was still like oh, yeah, there was, was some good deep deep stuff there and the music actually sounded i i, I had a lot of respect for audio slave oh I, I absolutely but like talking about music today and like rock music today because that's generally what he was talking about was rock music he did say music um but you know hip-hop also has a lot of garbage in it a lot of garbage in it a lot of crap um a lot of uh 
you know, it is a showmanship type of music nowadays. It's not like when it first came out, when it's it was very produced, when it was indie. It's very produced and it's very about very showy, you know. But it's also the only place where you can go and say the most vile, graphic, violent things, and it is acceptable. You know, you really can't do that in rock music anymore. So maybe that's where he's coming from, unless like you're, you know, into some crazy metal, death metal stuff. But when I think about the rock music, I just I, I still think like Foo Fighters are still out. Now, granted, Foo Fighters came about, you know, in the mid 90s when they first started. And it also was stemmed from Dave Grohl's time in Nirvana when he was writing music. And, you know, Dave Grohl said, like, I never thought I was a good songwriter. Like Kurt, Kurt was the songwriter, Kurt Cobain. And so he never brought any of his music up. It was only Kurt's music. So after Kurt's passing and whatnot and the band disbanding, um, is when the Foo Fighters came about. And so my whole point in saying that was, you know, that came from a different time. But what bands today are out that are coming out that don't sound girly? Well, I will say that this actually ties into what we were talking about earlier. Uh, there is a shutdown, a lockdown, if you will, on rock music from the higher ups because there are a lot of bands out there. I mean, you go to, if you if you look at a Warp Tour lineup, you'll see bands you've never heard of. And when I say you never heard of, I mean a person who's not in those quote unquote underground music scenes, they don't know these people. I'm not hearing them in movies. I'm not hearing them on like, you know, secular radio. They're not on iHeartRadio because iHeartRadio is part of this conglomerate with Clear Channel. And they're all in, in, in bed together. The radio is in bed with the record label because that's how they all make money. They all work together. They all make money. If if there's this great huge freedom, I mean, think about it. Um, how I mean, we've had the internet now for ages. So many stars, mu- musicians had all their stuff out there. I want to say it was uh, I don't remember which award show it was, but that guy he's I want to say he's a rap artist. He was the first independent label to ever get a, like an award. Oh 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 no, it wasn't a label. It was Chance the Rapper. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He's the first one that didn't have a label right he has no label he was completely independent but think about how ridiculous that is there was no need for everyone to have a label up to this point i mean you've got you know your youtube channels and the people have been getting famous so why are people still even getting labels in the first place and then they weren't getting awards there's music out there that's worth giving an award to oh yeah but because these award shows are all in connection with the radio stations with the record labels with the people that in hollywood so all of these things is a tight-knit community, and it really is holding down, um, especially rock and roll music, because that's the thing that was suppressed. You know, you got country music, you know, survived it, you know, and all these other things. But for whatever reason, rock music was the one that got shut down. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll still hear a rock song in a movie, but it's usually produced by somebody that's already owned by a big label. They'll pull P.O.D. out of retirement and be like, hey, sing a song for a Wonder Woman movie. You know what I mean? Did and they do like, that? Yeah, they did the uh, they redid the James Brown song, A uh, oh. Man's World. Have you ever heard that? No, dude, it is a sick song. I love it. Like they did, they it. did it to a trailer. See, P.O.D. Of was Wonder my Woman. jam in early high school. Oh, I love some P.O.D. But uh, in the South Town, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, they did a trailer for Wonder Woman with P.O.D. singing James Brown. It, it was awesome, and it was it was rocking. It was it was that kind of reggae rock thing. It was I was. Almost I, I impressed that, that they it. pulled it, it off. Yeah, I need so to go man's, check that out. Man's man's world. I need to go check that out. <laughs> That's funny, but I just I just don't think when it comes to Bono saying that music is girly, I don't think he meant because he got a lot of backlash that he was sexist, and then of course stereo- racially stereotyping 
rap music or hip hop. And and basically he was getting hit left and right on Twitter and everywhere about I'm sure, how he was I'm sure he's apologized at this point. I'm sure he's had a heartfelt apology somewhere. They all do. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet and I hope he doesn't. They're just so sorry for possibly offending you. But yeah. but what he said was not offensive to to women. It was literally it's girly. Like if you take a little girl you know, and let's stereotype little girls. Yeah, well, right? first of all, if just by saying that there is such a thing as a girl, you've already offended someone. Possibly. Because by claiming there's a girl, then you're separating womanhood from manhood, and then you've you've already uh, broken one of the commandments of our of our new culture. The but new that's world not. Order. But that's not what he was trying to say. It's not. It's not. And, and he's totally part of that world. And I'm not trying to completely defend him because I disagree with him. I think there's a lot of bands out there like. You know, I mean, Jack White is still making music and Jack White didn't come from the early days. You know, Jack White still comes out with stuff. And I think Jack White has a lot of rage and has like great music, you know, and I think there's there's something there. Um, and not just Jack White, but you, you look at uh, like we, we had mentioned the Foo Fighters, um, even even like the Killers is not that that soft. They still have some some good tracks. And but speaking of manly music, I mean. Does YouTube really come to your mind when you think you of like saying YouTube? YouTube? YouTube. I said YouTube. YouTube. Okay, I don't know. I know you just hearing stuff. Luckily this isn't <laughs> this recorded. This is the ma- this is the madism so, that uh he <laughs> says stuff that might not be fully. I don't there. know what you're talking about. Awesome. Anyway. But like, see, I told you it makes me question like wait, what is he saying? Yeah, YouTube. Anyway, so YouTube. So basically what happened was uh I don't think of them as a manly I mean like I'm not saying they're not manly. It's just not the pinnacle of manhood. I think of like the most manly band you can think of. Right. It's just YouTube just doesn't. I mean, it's like we were singing before. Like, <laughs> it's a beautiful day. <laughs> like, like, any, like I don't, I don't see that as like that. That was not a very manly, in my opinion, a very manly song. If we want to go there, identify the gender of the song. You know, <laughs> um, what what gender is this song uh, revealed to you? Right, and I just don't think so. In, with that being said, like I just I I kind of understand where he's coming from, but I don't agree completely with what he what he said. And again, it was a small snippet. And the only reason why we're talking about it was because how much it blew up. When you Google, um, and I did, I Googled uh, uh, Bono says music is girly, and it comes up with like fifteen articles. They analyze one thing and they take it out of context, and they just run with it. And unfortunately, that happened to Bono. Um, and again, that's kind of what we're doing right now, but we're doing it in response to everybody else. And taking it. a deeper look at it. I mean, I think it's an interesting thing to talk about because I do think that there is um, a lack of like healthy manhood, um, just whether it's in, you call it music or TV or images, like just like this sort of like, you know, hero, you know, brave, uh, courageous, strong, yeah. you know what I mean? Like defender of the the weak and, you know, whatever. So, I mean, even in movies, you can see this kind of thing. And, and there is like a... There's like a backlash against the distinction between manhood and womanhood, and 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 I just and also too, there's obviously an attack on manhood because you just say something is manly, um, people will take it as saying it's not girly. Like girls can't do something that's naturally manly, so therefore, like you know, I mean, it's naturally manly to like work on your car, you know. But if your car breaks down and you call me, I mean, you're in, you're up a creek because I wouldn't even be able to change a battery out. So. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying it's like you you can you can get upset about stereotypes all you want, but um, there's a there's a place where you start to miss out on developing people because you don't want to claim what's obvious. You know what I mean? And no, no, is, I agree. There's like a balance here, and that there's something in manhood. You know what I mean? That's there, and you know it's good to have a balance anyway. 
Well, dude, uh, I think this has been a good conversation. Um, Absolutely. You should have me on again. I think it's a start. Hey, what are you doing next week? Um, actually, I'll be in Washington, D.C. You want to do this from uh, the state's capital? Do it live. We should do it when we have people that, like, it's not that I'm afraid to do it in public, but if you do it in public, people let me, I just look at you and be like, what the hell is going on? Oh, we're like, oh, we have a but if you YouTube did it, channel. And there might no... be somebody come up to you and be like, oh, yeah, I know who they, I know who you are. It's like, it's less weird, you know? Oh, yeah, we'll be famous. Well, next year when we go to Washington, D.C., hopefully we'll be rock stars, you know? Yeah, because instantly when you do this, the podcast is the least girly part of it. Yeah, absolutely. So you're instantly, you can rage again. But know? luckily for us, we have a great balance of manhood and womanhood because we've got the girls doing some awesome stuff on this channel. Yes, I thought so. you were talking about us, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where that was going at first. But yeah, so for, for our for our channel, for the Wise Fools, we do. We have, we have two uh, amazing, beautiful, awesome, lovely ladies that are going to be rocking the womanhood side of things. And we have two ruggedly handsome gents on this side doing the dude side so definitely um, subscribe like us on social media we'll be all over all of it you know yes. whether it's facebook or insta or whatever but yeah. uh even if you don't have you don't know how to subscribe to a youtube channel because you like i don't do that just log in it's actually the same thing as your gmail account so just log in subscribe to our channel and then you can just yes. forget you did it so when this uh when you're listening to this um we will be find us on instagram um and we are at the wise fools um or wise fools ministries um this show is going to be underneath the wise fool uh branding so um you'll be able to find our podcast on soundcloud um and soon apple music or apple's podcasts um and we're going to try and get this out to every podcast platform um so so come find us and we will be posting left and right as soon as we get it going but this is our first so i'm glad it's in the books i feel a lot better number Um, one you should see what we can see right now because we do have multiple cameras set up and lighting and i mean if you're gonna do it do it you know what i'm saying yeah so we're trying we're gonna try and do this on a on a on a regular basis hashtag father glenn sedano anyway nobody knows that guy i didn't know that was a hashtag is that a trending hashtag? no it's not it's just this Uh. saying that this guy used to say all the time (laughs) long story that's awesome if you're gonna do it do it you know what i'm saying i do i do know what you're saying and that's why we're doing it finally um so matt uh i'm done i'm done too peace peace um I don't know how to end. We've never, we didn't talk about this part. We, we, we never got we to We did the all ending. this planning of like, well, we, we didn't how really we're do all this planning. This. We did all this planning like an hour before we started, but we've been talking about this for months and months. I mean, and months. you said you have outro right. music, so like maybe that can be playing right now while we're talking about this, what, how to end this thing. We'll